Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two, one. What is up all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land? It's your girl Sapphire and man oh man. The monsters are are just growing vastly in numbers and I'm actually really honored and thrilled to introduce you earbuds to this specific monster. You know I've been bringing out the monsters on here. But let me just tell you about this amazing being and why Monster Fuckers Anonymous is just getting started. Yes, monsters Monster Fuckers Anonymous, MFA Designs. Go follow him right now. My boy Brutus, he is a silicone wizard. He sent me over some dope products that I'm looking at right now. And let me just set the tone. California has been tripping. LA, especially the weather, like you guys have been seeing it. It was partially snowing in the Hollywood Hills. It looks like a goddamn horror film. It's the perfect setting for today. I'm looking at two full-figured dragon dongs. Yes, y'all heard it. Dragon dildos. One's pink. The other one is like an orange, like maroonish kind of blend. And I'm so excited to not even use these toys, but to just keep them on display because they're just so good. And then on top of that, I got a couple other goodies from this amazing being of a person. So yes, I want to introduce you all to Brutus, the bro, the silicone wizard himself of MFA Designs. Brutus, welcome to the show, babe. Thanks for having me on, hon. Oh my god! Very happy to be here. I, I'm so excited to have you. First of all, there's a lot of things I can tell. Just tell the people about you. You've been 24 years into the kink lifestyle experiences, just community in general, um, polyamorous pansexual you got a polycule you got the crazy hair going on in our in our chat today which is just sexy i love it it's a whole mood and i just want to fade it out otherwise we'd mask hey it's great it's great and i just want (laughs) to just say thank you so much because i feel that you know we've been seeing from other companies that we're not going to name it's like voldemort we're not going to name them but it seems like dragon dildos eggs just monster type dongs and sex toys is in why do you think all of a sudden this is just becoming such a big thing walk us through the process what were you thinking you know almost two and a half years ago now that monster fuckers anonymous needs to be a lifestyle just a brand a product slaying dragon pussy all over the place like walk us through it (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah, um, the the community itself is huge, and there are so many different companies and makers, big and small, out there that make some fantastic products. And one of the things for me, being very active in the local and online kink and lifestyle community, and being a monster fucker myself, being into the strange and different and dangerous, 
being interested. Movies like Alien, movies like Species when I was younger, absolutely oh. had an effect on me for that. I mean, Species was the hardest of softcore porn that you could watch <laughs> when you were a teenager. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, but, um, listen. I think a lot of us didn't even say, I don't remember the fucking movie, but I do remember. I think her name was Natasha Kinski? Kinensky? I think that's right. Okay. The one the one scene that's burned in my head was the in the pool with her tongue. Yes. Like that just I that I think was one of my moments of awakening for me. <laughs> but uh I started the company actually because at the beginning of the pandemic, in the before times, I was always interested in toys mm -hmm. and looking at all the different designs. But going to your local sex shops, going to your local adult stores, you would see the same brands on the shelves. You would see the same products, the same shapes, the same colors. It was boring. And I looked online, I was like, there has to be other stuff out there. There has to be interesting, cool designs, better colors, different shapes. And I started finding other companies and there are a lot of them out there all across the world. And looking into them and actually like trying a few here and there and just sort of whether in play or with partners, realizing how much more fun they are when you have these ridges and textures mm -hmm. and these inhuman shapes, these, these physical impossibilities that you would no, normally not be able to have. It just adds so many different layers of pleasure to it. And at the beginning of the pandemic, I found myself in a situation where the job I was working was going to be shut down during that time. And I was sitting here and I was talking with one of my partners and I said, you know, I've been looking into it for a while. I've been researching it for a while and seeing what it would take to actually get involved because being someone with severe ADHD, I find hyperfixations and I find learning skills mm -hmm. very intriguing. So learning the process of how is it made was one of my favorite things. So after doing my research and figuring out the initial investment, I told her, I'm like, I want to make, I want to make a go of this. We looked at our finances and realized we were in a position where we would be absolutely fine for me to do so, even if we didn't generate a profit for a year or two. So I took the plunge. I bought the equipment. I did some more research. I talked to other makers. I found an entire community of indie makers that helped me along the way. And we all help the newcomers and the newbies that are trying to get themselves together. Because much like the adult industry, the sex worker industry, the indie community for toy makers or anyone in the kink space, it's a very inclusive space. We mm -hmm. want to see each other succeed because as smaller makers, our primary goal is to deliver the highest quality products and the safest products that we can to a clientele with an affordable price point because there are bigger companies that over the years their quality has gone down their customer service has gone in the garbage and we've seen time and time again on twitter on instagram and on other platforms all of the issues when they stop taking care to put the customer and their safety and their needs first i'm glad that you mentioned that because nothing irks me more in this lifestyle and working you know we all know I, I have my ties with the adult industry and then just, you know, with earplay, I really never like to push products that one, I've never tested, two, I don't believe in, and three, with talking to the actual makers and saying, I connect and resonate with you. Because I would never want to have my earbuds using a product that is one, not safe, you know, and two, just something that if I can't afford it, why would I even have it on my show? And granted, I've had those sponsored content where I'm like, 
hey, it was a good run, but I know my audience and they're not going to buy into it, you know, 100%. It sucks. You know, it truly sucks. But I do agree with you when it comes to the quality of toys. It is so important. It is so important. And sometimes you do have to shelve out those extra couple dollars just to ensure your safety because there's a lot of sex toy products out now. There are a lot of products like yourself, you know, but it all comes down to what you are putting in and what you put into these products, you're going to put into yourself. So you want to make sure Mm -hmm. what you're putting into yourself is one, not going to harm yourself. And what I actually really like about your design, I feel like the other types that are like your product, again, MFA designs, or Monster Fuckers Anonymous, not your average rehab, though we think sex is very therapeutic at times. I like how soft and not heavy these toys are. I thought when it came in the mail, it was going to be like a doorknob. And it was just going to be too heavy to carry because there are some dragon dogs that I've seen and tried where they are just way too heavy to play with way too heavy to like put a harness in and this is fairly flexible i like it i really like it if i remember correctly you actually uh got the medium size and medium firmnesses for both your vornax and the argon that are there yes which is sort of which is sort of the industry standard one of the big things that people are always shocked about when it comes to our toys and fantasy toys in general that aren't your normal dildos or normal toys is how soft and flexible they are because the materials that we use are just pure body safe silicone it's platinum pure silicone and it comes in so many different firmnesses when you are purchasing the actual um materials Mm -hmm. that we are able to offer a variety of firmnesses for our toys so you have the medium firmness which is a double zero fifty on the scale for uh gauging it and we also have one that's quite a bit softer than that and we have one that's about twice as hard as that um and those are are soft and are firm we also in very limited quantities will carry super soft which is a which is so soft it's closer to one of those squeezable stress toys Mm -hmm. and all the different firmnesses lend themselves to different toys are those same toys that you have sitting on your computer right now in a large size because they're so much larger and they're so much more dense there would not be nearly as much flexibility in medium firmness so if you like that that squish and that bend if you went for a large toy you would want to get it in soft because it means easier insertion easier use it's less rigid and talking to a few of our clientele actually i learned something that i want to start implementing a lot more is there are a lot of people that have varied issues with their bodies whether it be uh vaginal necrosis or other issues from transition whether it's medical issues that cause super sensitivity or super tightness we try to make toys that though they are textured though they have patterning and designs to them they're friendly on the body and in the softer firmnesses those bumps those ridges those scales what the spikes whatever may be on a design they go from being this hard rubber-like feeling to almost the same sensation as a finger or a tongue caressing and it helps with those people who are overly sensitive i was gonna say i really like the designs of the tips of these dildos because it is kind of reminiscent depending upon the design itself it can be reminiscent of a tongue or just a very 
tip of the iceberg if you will like the perfect top the perfect top that is just like not too much for me but let alone it still alludes to a fantasy not to mention let's get into this so I am a horror junkie and I was watching Queer for Fear. I still have to finish it. It's through Shudder. It's a uh, documentary series and they did discuss, you know, why are queer and the LGBTQ plus community so drawn to the realm of monsters and horror? Now, I forgot who it Can I answer that for you? Yeah. It gets a little bit deep in the answer, but the truth of the matter is the reason especially that monster fucking is so rampant and popular in the queer and LGBTQ and trans spaces and the spaces of the alternative lifestyles is actually fairly simple. Going back through media over the years, seeing the Wolfman, seeing Frankenstein, Mm -hmm. seeing vampires and everything else in between, the realm of monster fucking has become so huge in literature, especially. The main thing is the the subset of psychology of it is we see these horrible, monstrous, evil creatures, these irredeemable, broken things. And then we see people that love them. Mm-hmm. And in that, we're seeing the way that our family, our society, our schools, our jobs treated us. And we identify with those creatures. We identify with those horrible, broken things. Because if someone can love them, that means that there's hope for us. Absolutely. And I was going to say, someone in the documentary, they said kind of similar what you said. It's more of like, these are the creatures that were, you know, ostracized by a whole society. And when you think about it, the LGBTQ plus community over the years has been ostracized. And you add a layer of those of color. Oh, honey, you got another thing coming to you. So now it's Mm -hmm. like you have this whole community that has felt alone you know, finding community is hard. Finding that chosen family is hard. But now you want to add the layer of Monster Fuckers Anonymous. And here you go, some monster therapy. And I think that's also why exactly. it's so popular amongst, you know, queer individuals like myself and like you, where, you know, hey, we love sex, but we like to take sex to a different level with our fantasies and with our toys and our toy that's usage. One of my my partner's partners, they're trans. I've played with her before. Um, She's actually a furry. And, you know, I love I love the alternative sex that she brings to the table because it doesn't just stop with the clothing that she wears at times, especially during play parties. But also it's even during the active sex. You know, some women, she's a trans woman. So most women like to just moan. Or they're groaning they might yell she sometimes like pants almost like a dog or like an animal hmm. itself in pleasure and i like at first mm-hmm. i was like huh this is this is different but then at the same time i'm like okay i'm getting it this is your subspace you take your subspace the way that you take your freedom. It's you're becoming this character. You're becoming this animal. It's a primal thing or it's a submissive type of feel. We all have our, our different it's allowing yourself to It's allowing ourselves to sink into the pleasure of the moment and allowing ourselves to fully actualize those fantasies when we're in a space where we feel safe and seen absolutely yes and i love that and then you add this other texture 
the eggs. Okay, so when I first started seeing <laughs> porn, and you know, I edit a lot of different porn genres, and one that has really been big is the fact that they're using monster dongs and the 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 act i guess of uh being impregnated by a dog like a monster or a dragon and then eventually laying the eggs if you will oviposition is very very big <laughs> what is it called oviposition o-v-i position um it's usually it's usually taught be careful googling it because it's usually <laughs> tied to insectoid or arachnid style creatures or oh. anything with a proboscis oh my god implanting eggs within their host so if you look at okay. toys and you see ovipositors, that's where it comes from because they have a hollow tube that you can insert eggs into. You insert the tube into yourself and then you can force it to push the eggs inside. It is, an, it is a subsect of monster fucking that not as many people are into, but there is a very dedicated group that absolutely adores that idea and that concept. Have you ever had these like special requests for dongs or toys to kind of give that feel other than just selling the eggs and the dong separately like have you thought about maybe making some type of device that will mm -hmm. help push along the process i guess well, if you will as a matter of fact the, the ovipositor toys that are available in some other shops mm -hmm. and we do have two models that will be coming out soon ourselves um what they are is they're a silicone tube similar to the argon that you have before you but remove that centerpiece of the head all the way down oh, so wow. now it's just a thin wall of silicone but that center tube you push the eggs inside of so you can have two maybe three eggs that are inside of that tube which gives it enough rigidity for insertion once it's inserted by squeezing at the base it starts pushing the eggs inside wow and the cool thing about the eggs, the ones that we provide are 100% silicone because we don't provide any other products other than that. Mm -hmm. So they are only meant they are only meant for vaginal use because there is no retrieval string and putting things without a flared base in your ass is never a good idea. Now um, the dogs themselves, just, they do have a base so people can put those in their asses if they will. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, the eggs themselves though are are meant for vaginal use. And one of the reasons why people like them a lot is because once they're in, you can just go about your day. You can have wow. one, two, three. I know people that keep four or five inside of themselves at a time, depending on their size. Wait, and they're wait. subtle. They, oh yes. Four to oh, five yes. in a day? In a, at once. At, that's what I'm saying. Like during the day, cause I'm thinking to myself, Yes. Does it make it harder to pee or? Oh, it absolutely puts a little bit of pressure on the bladder if you okay. were overstuffed. But that's that's one. But one or two eggs would not cause any issues with urination. Um, the biggest issue that I have had from people who have used our eggs comes from people who are extremely, extremely aroused by any type of penetration. Mm -hmm. And they find that wearing the eggs all day, when they're ready to get them out, they're still very swollen and very aroused. So they have to fight a little bit to push them out. But <laughs> even if they can't push them out in the moment, you can keep them in for hours upon hours at a time. Mm -hmm. They have nowhere to go. They're not gonna get lost. And when your body's ready to push them out, you can do so. Oh but the goodness. fun thing about them is you forget that they're there until you cough 
or bend or move. <laughs> so during the day, when sort of like when you're wearing any type of weighted plug, you get those moments where you're like, oh, wait a second, that's right, these are here. And it allows you to work the muscles within yourself to actually start training those isolated muscles and being able to start manipulating the eggs and whatever else goes inside of you. And effectively, you start to train those muscles to a conscious point where you can start flexing and moving and gripping all on your own. Okay, let's talk about some safety because safety is really big okay. in ear play. Absolutely. So we all know with tampons, for instance, if you're putting something up your hoo-ha, up the vagina, as I like to call it, my fine vagina, you know, you try not to <clears throat> keep your tampons in eight hours a day. Just do not. Even though they say four to six hours, you don't want to do that because one, depending upon the level of flow, other things that might be going on down there not a good idea to keep something that long so with toys like the eggs would you say because you said you could keep it in all day would you recommend maybe a time frame for people to like hey it's time to like reset give you you know yes, give the uh, vagina cavity a rest for a bit absolutely when you uh when you especially when you're first starting out using stuff like that I recommend people, I mean, you're going to know your body best mm -hmm. as to what it needs and what it wants. But the recommendation that I give to people is if they're going to use eggs for the first time, use them for a play session, keep them in for an hour. Mm -hmm. Similar to what you would do with a plug. You wear the first time you put a plug in and you're training, you wear it for an hour, maybe two, and then you remove it. You give yourself a break and then you can go back to it, but you have to let your body rest. The more you train, the more you use them, the longer you can keep them in, and you'll you'll sort of learn with your body. I wouldn't recommend jumping off the deep end and say, I'm gonna put three of these inside of me and walk <laughs> around all day in New York City for 15 hours. No, don't do that. Don't don't be here's we we offer these things for you to put inside of yourself. We give you the warnings. If you choose not to heed them, there's a reason why so many monster fuckers end up dead. <laughs> Wait, really? You don't, you don't not not from toys. But okay. The idea of monster fucking. If you're not safe, if you're not careful, you'll get torn apart. Oof. Treat toys the same way. If you abuse your body, you're going to regret it. Mm. And that's true. Honestly, even when you don't you, you don't start with the triple XL, sixteen inch around, two foot long toy. Okay, first of all, I'm I'm like clapping, I'm shaking my hands because seriously, I tell people all the time. There's a reason when you're doing like anal play, for instance, butt plugs. There's a reason why there are training kits for that purpose. Start small, work your way to big. And as you and I spoke in a recent moan chat earlier this week, um, you know. Mm people have to realize their limits okay we've talked about safety protocol and when it comes to bdsm and kink stop saying that you don't have a limit everybody has a fucking limit and sometimes you got to be able to distinctly tell your partner especially the hands of a dom when the pain is no longer pleasurable when you start feeling that pressure or you start seeing tearing bleeding 
Bleeding is not a sign of wetness and an arousal. During the arousal of sex, you just have to, you have to know the difference. You have to know the difference. You have to be able to tell your partner or even by yourself. Training by yourself can be a dangerous thing as well. And you can disagree with me or not, but I feel that when people are testing their limits, it's always good to journal it, especially with toys like these where it's not your standard penis or phallic material. You're now dealing with a bigger base, a bigger head, a bigger shaft. So even though the toy is small, I'm looking at this and I'm like, someone can seriously do some damage to their rectum versus their vagina. Absolutely. So Absolutely. The the shapes of the toys, one of the big things that people, they look at the monster and say, oh, look how big it is. Look at the swell. Look at the knot on that one. Look at the shape. Mm-hmm. But people don't think about the fact that, yeah, oh yeah, I've taken a nine inch dildo before. They forget that that nine inch dildo that they took or that nine inch penis that they took was only four inches or five inches around. Mm-hmm. The knot, the knot on the Vornex that you have, even though it's only a seven inch toy, that knot is over seven inches around. Yeah, I'm looking at this, the Vornex right now, and let me just describe it to the folks. And of course, go to mfa-designs.com and you can check it out what we're talking about. But the one I have is the Rose Latte. I love the name, um, <laughs> let alone. So looking at it, and I'm like holding it into my hand, I can tell you right now, my vagina will probably reach to just before the little butt, if you will, when it starts getting a little bit bigger. So this is gonna definitely be my training toy. I can't, I'm very excited <laughs> to stretch my hole out with this. I know TMI, but listen, it's it's Sapphire's earplay. Hey, we love to hear it. Okay, listen. We love to hear it. So I might have to report back and let you know how the stretching is going. Now, when I look oh, at- do. <laughs> now, looking at the argon, now this is definitely gonna be a challenge. Now, I'll tell you who picked what. My man picked the argon, I picked the Vornax. I was like, this seems a little bit better. <laughs> so as you can tell, my uh, man's argon, the same. Argon actually has a bit of, oh, absolutely. And he'll even love the fact even more that Argon has a story with him. Ooh, so if you, those of you that are gonna go on our site and take a look at it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Argon has a very broad, flat head. It's not pointed. It doesn't have a crown like your average penis. It's almost as if it's still within a foreskin or a sheath all the way up to the edge. So it has this very flat, broad shape that won't go in. So as you're trying to work it in and trying to push it in, it's not gonna go in, it's not gonna go in. And if you're trying to push or sit on it, what ends up happening is the way that those ridges and those little those little rocky textures along the shaft are designed, they compress upon one another. So it starts to push down and it starts to compress. The moment your body gives any room for it to move forward, it's going to release all of that compression and you're gonna find yourself over halfway down it. <laughs> That's how we, this is coming from partner's experience with it when we first designed the model. That's how it got the name Argon the Forceful because it won't go in, it won't go in, it won't go in. Suddenly it's halfway in and you're wow. out of breath. Wow. Now. I'm looking at it, I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna have to use a whole ass bottle of lube with him because the levels, I mean, this is this is literally like a roller coaster. You have your like first mm. little tip, and this tip is big. I, I don't know the exact circumference, and I got some fat fingers, but I'm literally wrapping my- I believe my... the very tip is like four to five inches around, but when you take the full head, it's like six and a half. Yeah, this thing is taking up two of my fingers right now. I got my index finger, my thumb, 
and my middle finger around this sucker, holding it and just looking at it on the eye. And then also I love how it almost looks uncircumcised just with the tip barely sticking out. Now also it does remind me of Alien. It almost hmm. looks like Alien from the side. And then it has a nice little It has that, that chitinous armor. I love it. And then when you get down to it, it's got a nice little scale. Now the scales are different too. And I could definitely tell you right now, this is going to be fun for clitoral play. But yes, um, there's going to be a lot of lube. A lot of <laughs> lube usage on this and, one. And, and Sapphire, please remember, the one you're holding in your hand, that's the medium size. Again, I'm glad I went to the medium size. <laughs> Oh my god, you guys. I always said this joke, like the bigger the dick, it's gonna come out of my mouth. I feel like you guys, I'm glad I went to the safe route because <laughs> again, when you go to the site, you'll see what I mean, you guys. Um, listen, I don't think that even the XL, even the small ones, look a little timid, like the Argon uh Green Spectre, if you will. That one's a little intimidating just on the circumference of the head alone. And that's small. Mm -hmm. And it's small. It's a and baby. What's really funny is we we modeled our small sizes. Our small models are gauged on the size of what the world's national average is for penis size and girth. We sort of use that as the baseline for the small. So our smalls range from four to six inches in height and from anywhere from three to uh, four or five inches around. Oh my God. And then they just go up from there. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. I don't know if I'm aroused, scared, turned off, like all the feels the, right now. The term now. <laughs> you're looking for is scaroused. <laughs> you say garoused? Scaroused. Scaroused. C-A-R. Oh my God. We're going to have to put that down on there. You're scared, but you're turned on. <laughs> now again, versus when people are talking about, you know, body safe silicone. We always have heard the myth, you know, got to be careful when you're putting silicone toys together. Um, I indeed, when I opened up the package, I was kind of nervous because you also gave me, are these, you're going to have to explain this to me. So I'm going in the goodie bag. That's a little mm. AMSR for y'all. <laughs> so I'm going in and I have an egg that has nice little ropey textures to it. It's almost like it's braided. Now... It's, that is our Gordian knot. Yes, it okay. is designed to have a texture of braided rope all the way around it. Why the rope design? Because I've never seen eggs that are, you know, like this. I've never seen a braided egg. That's why, because I looked at so many other designs of eggs that were out there and I realized there was no rope ones. And at the time we were just getting started delving into doing custom dyed nylon rope for shibari and suspension. So I wanted to design a small little toy to sort of tie into that, no pun intended. <laughs> so that's where that that's where that egg design came from. I love it. Now, this thing that almost looks like a little uh I'm trying to think of the thing that ninjas would use to like the spiky things. The, the, oh, the little the throwing star, the shuriken? Yes. Now is You're this talking a... about one of her little spirals. Yes. Is this a cock ring? It can it can be used as a cock ring, absolutely. But the main reason we made those is 
one of the big things that we are starting to put out outside of just sex toys is some of the more squishy things. And what those were designed to be is they're designed to be jewelry. There are a lot of people that have oral fixations. There are a lot of people in the ADHD and autism community that use chew jewelry or fidgets. And rather than biting their nails or picking at their skin, they have these little silicone shoes. You'll find Oreos, Lego bricks, feathers, all kinds of designs of them. And I said, I'm already using a body safe, food safe silicone. People are not dumb enough to chew through them and swallow them. It's a, it's a stim toy. And I decided to start making those as well as something that someone could add on to their, their stuff. Just add a little thing that they can carry around that's completely safe for work. And one of the things we offer that a lot of people, when you go online to these sites don't is you can get them custom colored as well. So if you want toys that are specifically black and white, we can do that. You want to have iridescent purples or a bi pride flag, we can do that. And we also usually offer the option of cutting a, a length of cord for you to be able to wear it as a necklace when you receive it as well. Brutus, I have jewelry. This is definitely softer <laughs> than the jewelry that I was given because I do bite my nails. So I've been putting on mm. nails lately so no one can say I have boo-boo fingers anymore. Yes, that was a thing. Mm. But like this makes me so happy because I definitely do have nervous habits. So this is helpful. And I've been domed to wear my jewelry often. So now I can change it out when I want a little something softer to uh, bite on than something hard that feels like it's going to throw my jawline out. <laughs> So, and I know I know your listeners can't hear this, but you can see this right now. One of the other things we offer on the site is the silicone bone toys, which are these little guys. Yes, these were that was very cute. I saw that. I'm like, huh, a chew dog bone, if you will, or a silicone well, dragon bone. As, as well, this is specifically dog. This is specifically because we also work a lot with the pup community. So the, the those that wear the pup hoods and harnesses mm -hmm. and everything. And they always love to have tails. I always see like the tail plugs that you see the knotted werewolf or wolf toys. You see all of that stuff. But I didn't see anything that was just like a chew bone or a chew toy or something because you see the ones that when you go to a pet store, they're usually not made of silicone. They're usually made of like a TPE or a plastic that is more or less safe for animals to chew on, obviously, right. but it's not good. And, and the texture and the firmnesses of them are very bad for human teeth. So what we did is we designed one that is completely safe for humans to chew on, to tug on. You can full on oh, tug wow, of war with is... them. They have like 400% stretch. Wow. No, that thing was stretching. And the fun thing is they also make an excellent impact toy. <gasps> I love it. I feel like a couple of these are going to be some impact toys for sure. Um, these balls, if you will, they almost look like test like a ball sack, and they have a little spike on it. They are they are actually the full model of the Kappa model that we have. If you look at the Kappa model on our site, that is the large spiky one with the spiked cock ring. Um, Kappa Mushrooms Bane is his full name. <laughs> well, when we made the design, we had to give it a flat base because without a flat base, you can't properly pour it. It mm -hmm. won't sit upright. It won't look pretty. But before I did that, I took the model and I was like, you know, stress balls are always a thing. How about I make an actual pair? So I took the balls of the model and that's what you're holding in your hand right there. You are actually holding a set of literal stress balls. I love it. I fucking love it. I'm so excited. Oh my God. It's like Christmas in March and it's my birthday <laughs> month. So I'm like really excited. I'm really excited to just like step out of my natural sex toy element and really take this shit in. Now, 
again, going back to the to the safety part of body safe silicone. Um, what I was saying is, it, it looks like as I was testing out last night in the way that is packaged, I can put both dongs together and not worry about them fusing together because that's been, you know, the biggest no-no with sex toys. Don't put silicone together. Yes. Don't mix silicone and latex-based toys together. Separate your toys at all times, but it seems like I can put them both together, nothing sticking. Yeah. I love that. Yes, and over, over long-term storage, mm-hmm. and when I say long-term, I mean months and months of storage, there can be deformation or anything like that because silicone, like all rubbers, absorb oils, absorb materials, whether that's from your body, from the lube that's used, from what washes it. And over time, it can cause problems, but we're also talking a lot longer down the road than if you were using TPE or jelly toys, which will melt and goo and fuse together very quickly. Best practices is keeping them separate. Mm -hmm. And by separate, we mean a couple of millimeters of space between them if you store them upright in like a cabinet or a shelf or just having a couple of bags that you can literally put them in to keep them clean because plastic bags one okay? of the biggest issues like a ziploc bag um, is okay you want, uh they ziploc bags are mostly okay for short term but in the long term your best option is getting like cotton or muslin or satin bags because the material well, it's easier to take care of and you don't have to worry about any type of chemical reaction because you don't know what's in the bags you're using. Mm. The mm. other issue is silicone. As you learn when you start pouring it in a shop, silicone is the biggest static electricity magnet in the world. You wash your toy, you set it on the counter, you let it dry there. When you come back, there will be hair and dust and everything else that was floating through the air on your toy. That is unfortunately a reality of dealing with silicone, but keeping them stored in bags or keeping them stored in uh, storage bins or a display case. I know someone actually took a lot of the toys they don't use anymore and fully decorated their aquarium with them as the underwater pieces. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Oh my their, their God. fish are swimming around dragon dicks and flashlights. Listen, that is Unused. one kinky house. Unused. That is a kinky household. <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, the Kappa model, this guy. This okay. is the launch. Oh my God. Y'all, this thing is Browser's dick. It is literally Browser's yeah, dick. It's, it's modeled to be this it's modeled to be a similar design to Browser's dick, absolutely. We would never ever copyright infringe <laughs> on any major companies. Um, but no, there was a there was an artist on Twitter who made CGI designs and one of the things he was working on was some Bowser based stuff. And he actually reached out to us and ended up giving us the model to use because he would have, he said he would love to see it as a silicone model. So technically, yes, Kappa Mushrooms Bane, though we can't use any other names for it, mm-hmm. is modeled to be a representation of Bowser. Just in time for the uh, Mario's uh, the Mario movie that's coming out. Of course, Mario World with, has just with, opened, and with Jack Black. Come on and with now, Jack Black being Bowser, you know. If you if you if you do a Bowser search on Twitter, you're you're gonna see things you never thought you'd see. <laughs> I bet. 
Everybody's going to it now. Everybody's going to it now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so again, you have the to- internet is a wonderful place. It truly is. Now going back to the jelly rubber sex toys, I was look, I was doing some research, and you know, people said, yes, although it can be safe in the absence of toxic chemicals, the cheap stuff contains phthalates, not to mention dyes, perfumes. So you want to avoid all those and smelling it, smelling your your body say silicone. There's no scent. There's no scent, which is great. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem porous, which is even better. Mm-hmm. So you can wash it in the dishwasher, like most. Oh, uh, you can top top rack dishwasher safe. Just to be just to be careful. Yes, honestly, you can put them on the bottom rack. Silicone once cured has a rating to withstand heat of up to four hundred degrees uh, Fahrenheit. Wow. So I'm, I'm actually uh, as a, making a gift for my metamor, who's the one that does the rope dyeing. The gift I'm making him is actually I'm using our silicone to make, I'm going to be getting a thing of purely food grade silicone to make him a set of custom silicone baking sheets in the Bi Pride Galaxy colors that I normally do for him to use in his own kitchen. That's hella cute. Oh, look at you. Yeah. I love how everything is like a test kitchen with you and then it just comes out to be amazing. And again, this color scheme hmm. is so dope. He was telling me off air, black light. Get a black light and enjoy the ride, basically. So now I got to invest yeah, um, in a black light. Lots, lots of our toys have UV reactive pigments in them. And speaking of the toy safety, actually, especially with jelly and PVC, and honestly, the one toy that I use is the perfect example. You go on Amazon, you type in dildo. One of the first 10 results is going to be that really pretty clear dildo with all of the multicolor confetti inside mm-hmm. The problem is, as you were saying, the, the perfumes, the dyes, the chemicals, all of that can all be issues. One of the big issues with toys that have what we call inclusions, which are any toy that has separate pieces put within it, whether it be stars or confetti or little hearts or little anything within. Inclusions, if they are not made of silicone or they are not made of a material that will bond with the silicone properly, they will tear through the silicone with repeated use. So any toy that has big chunks of really bright confetti, that confetti is a hard plastic and it is creating micro tears in the silicone every time it is moved and pulled. Eventually it will start cutting through the toy to a point where it's no longer non-porous. Bacteria will grow and that's how you end up in the hospital. Ooh, and people, it is so it, it is so important to wash your toys each and every use and also mm-hmm. each and every partner. If you must share toys i need y'all to share to clean those toys thoroughly not just once not just twice do a couple rinses do a couple deep honestly if if you are a person who uses your toys with multiple partners or you use them as communal toys because you run a safe dungeon space my biggest recommendation after use, wash with warm water and just regular unscented dish soap. We use the standard blue Dawn to, to hand wash our personal toys. Just a little bit of soap and warm water is enough to clean the toy of all surface materials. And once a month or after a couple of washes, just to be safe, set a pot of water on the stove to boil and make yourself a pot of dip, dick soup. You throw, the, all your, all, you throw all of your silicone dildos in the... You throw them all in the boiling water for five to 10 minutes, dump out the water, let it cool, let the toys cool, because they will be very, very hot as well. 
And when that's done, they're effectively sterilized of any surface bacteria that would still be there from general use. I better hear some feedback on someone quoting dick soup, okay? Dick soup is the word of the episode. Dick soup is the best way to clean a bunch of toys all at once. That is true. That is true. And if the kids are coming through, just say, hey, honey, I got to clean my toys too. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point, you add the Andrew Garfield meme in and we're set. Oh, my God. Now, Good I found soup. something very interesting. Um, ISO 3533. Now, this is a code that just started in 2021, which is crazy to me. It's the first international standard for sex toys in the world. ISO um, ISO 3533 was published in 2021 and covers the design and safety requirements for sex toys that come um, that are designed to come in direct contact with genitalia, anus or both. Okay, so it does um, cover like the um, it means that basically a registered sex toy must have design material components and user instructions for the toy that they're using. It has to list out all the ingredients ingredients that were made. Um, of course, like the SKU and the lot number. So when you're buying sex toys off of Amazon, highly suggest you stop doing that right now. Please, please. I know people like who tell me, but it's so expensive and I can't afford it. Honestly, support your local legit sex stores that have legit folks who know their shit. And trust me, it's not the hole in the wall store that you're going to go to after the strip club. You know, I trust for myself. I go to the pleasure test here in West Hollywood. Good vibes up in San Francisco. They all deliver discreetly if you want to online. So shout out to them. There's also, you know, the sex toy stores that I have recommended here on Earplay. Go back to the archives because there are so many and they're great black owned businesses too. And then even MFA. Yes. I'm, I'm thoroughly telling people, you know, please stop buying the rose from Amazon. Okay. And if I can actually jump in on that really please, quickly, please. one of the re- one of the other reasons why we do not support the Amazon resellers or drop shippers, and if you go on Etsy or any of the other selling platforms, if you see a company that's from Russia or China and is is offering all of these really elaborate, really intricate toys that on other sites would be selling, for example, one of our large models, if you saw our large Argon on Etsy or on Amazon and it looks similar or exactly the same to our model, we charge about $150 to $170 for a large model. On those sites, you might see that same large model, same dimensions, selling for $70, $80. The reason is these are companies that have taken designs, stolen designs, have mass produced them, and you do not know what materials are being used. Mm-hmm. Not only is it design theft, it is also, you do not know if they're using platinum cure silicone. If they're using tin cure silicone, that's toxic. It's also a quarter of the price of platinum cure silicone for a maker. So you could, you could be, you could be poisoning yourself with something if you don't know what's in it or where you're buying it from. That a couple of ones that you might, that you definitely need to avoid anything that has rubber. Okay. Rubber sex toys are not the way to go. Get those away. We talked about even the jelly rubber because of the fact that, yes, it's it's cheap. Again, it gives off a smell. And let's be honest, stop throwing off your pH. 
that is very dangerous, mm-hmm. especially for the uh, for the vaginal cavity because again, sexual organs are internal, meaning it takes a lot longer for bacteria and other disease to kind of just become and make a home, rather than with the penis. You know, it's a little bit faster. So please be careful. Yes. Also. Um, PVC did not know sex toys, not like non-legitimate sex toys, do market with PVC and PVA. Okay, get those out. If you see it on your packaging of a sex toy that you got from one of those, like you know, got RIP dispensers. But you know, to those novelty stores, you know, you go for the bachelorette parties and you want to get your girl a sex toy. Get away. From those third-party stores and please go to a legitimate sex store that has licensed therapists because some of these people are licensed therapists licensed sex coaches mm-hmm. and talk to them these are trained professionals they are trained to market body safe materials talk to mfa talk to me yeah resources are out there are out there but you have to be careful with these chemicals also not to mention some of these toys over the, you know time because some people do not and i i really don't believe this i need y'all to start using condoms on your toys because what happens is that sometimes the dye on the toy will sometimes come off onto your hands onto your vagina into your anus etc etc and when that happens again go back to step one is checking what dyes are being used mm-hmm. it might look cool for and the beginning what, what but the, yes and yeah they look fantastic but one of the big things that you have to watch out for are toys that have been plasti dipped or liquid wrapped like you used to see the uh vibrators and dildos and spencers that had all the tattoo and the the the, what was it? The what was the company? The Hardy, the oh Ed Hardy. Ed Hardy, yeah Ed Hardy, the Ed Hardy style tattoo pattern things around those. Those are just plastic dipped. That peels, that flakes off. Mm-hmm. Airbrushing on silicone toys that can delaminate. Delamination is a huge risk. If a toy has been painted after it's already been cured, or more silicone has been added over time and over stress, that can separate again. And the worst thing that could happen is it separates inside of you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And didn't know and this. One, one, one last thing to touch on on that is just because we're talking about plastic, it doesn't mean that all metal is safe. When you look at butt plugs and toys that are made of metal, if they are not actually made of stainless steel, if they are not made of actual titanium, if they are not made of the proper metals, gold and, and silver, word, gold and silver. If you see, if you see the word plated on it run away because the interior is usually nickel Mm -hmm. and it will chip it will crack it will flake away and you will be exposing yourself to metals that you don't want to put in yourself that also oxidize rapidly not to mention you know glass toys is becoming popular again and we were talking about it Mm -hmm. in moan you know you need to i'm I'm probably going to butcher the name listen i'm not a scientist boro silicate silicate borosilicate glass yes that is safe okay so despite it being classified as glass it does not shatter inside you and some glass toys that are being marketed like the ones that we were talking about on the amazon sites they do over time they can break they're not supposed to be used in the freezer because pure glass toys like these you can put in the freezer you can put them in hot water you can put them in cold water and it will not have um uh, uh, little shards of glass 
over time it will not like you physically it won't break crack or shatter right it will not shatter so you know be careful when you're using the glass toys because if it's not made out of this specific type of glass chances are you're doing more harm to your body than you need to and again stainless steel like you said you know it's non-porous it's lightweight usually essentially lasts forever now I, I forgot who was it that told me, but they said you had to also be careful with the stainless steel um, toys and what lubrication necessarily you use. Is that true? That I actually do not want to speak on because I am not sure and I don't want to give false information. Okay, thank but you. When thank you're, you. With the one thing I will say in general with toys is looking at the lubricant that you're using, the three that you're primarily going to see are water-based, silicone-based, and latex-based lubricants. And you don't use latex on latex, you don't use silicone on silicone. The, yeah, the oil-based rather than latex-based. Mm -hmm. um, but you don't use oil-based and you don't use silicone-based lubricants on silicone toys because it can cause fusion. Mm. Because when you're working with a liquid silicone base, silicone, even though it is non-porous, one of its properties is it will absorb oils over time. And it absorbs a minuscule amount. It absorbs a, like 0.001 of oil if it's on it, and it will exude it over time. Um, and that's actually used in a lot of mold making if you make a design for, say, you're making a toy. And I'm not talking about necessarily dildos, but just in general. there People will use mineral spirits to inflate the size of a mold that they're using because they need to make one that's just a little bit bigger. And over a course of a week, that inflated mold will shrink back down to normal size because it expels all of the oils in it. And that is the issue is when you're mixing a silicone oil or, a, or any type of latex oils in with silicone, it can cause other chemical reactions on a very small level. It can cause tears in the toys. It can cause degradation of the toy over time. And that can cause toys to start fusing with other toys. So when you're playing with silicone, use only water-based loop. Honestly, for me, the safe bet and recommendation I can say is just always use water-based, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, I've expressed, expressed this many times. Silicone and latex, I'm allergic. I have to be careful. Mm -hmm. So even when I'm playing with toys, like the, the ones that you've provided, I'm gonna have to put on, you know, my skin condoms because they're non-latex. And I always have yep. to use my water base because again, I break out. And believe it or not, depending upon the lubrication, even some water-based lubes now, my vagina becomes a little bit sensitive. So I have to always be careful Ooh. of which lube I'm using on toys versus like directly on the vagina. It's crazy. Your body, your body is just telling you enough is enough. My body's a temple. My body's a temple. That's what it is. It's a temple. She needs to be worshipped, you know, daily. But honey, mm -hmm. this pussy is prime. Got to keep the kitty alive. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And yeah, you take that's that's another thing. I always tell people when it comes to like toys and everything else. Sure, you can go online. You can find nice toys, super cheap that look nice at least. Mm -hmm. You can go online, you can find shoes or a mattress that looks nice, super cheap. There are certain things in your life that you do not spend the cheap option on. Things such as shoes, mattresses, toilet paper, and sex toys. Those four things, you spend the extra money because you are literally getting a quality that you pay for. Facts. 
Oh my God. I think that's the perfect ending right there. Brutus. <laughs> oh my God. I hope you had fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I had an absolute blast. I would love to come back anytime you'll have me. I have Please. so much that I can talk about. Please. No, we definitely are going to bring you back because, again, there's so much I want to pick your brain on. But, again, MFA Designs, where can they, they hit you up? MFA Designs, Monster Fuckers Anonymous. We are everywhere. We are on Reddit. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We are on Moan all the time. And we also have direct contact through our website, which is once again, mfa-designs.com. And if you look through our site, you'll see options to contact us directly. There is a direct chat option. We are here to answer any questions you may have about our products or if there's something specific you're looking for. Currently, we provide dildos, eggs, squishies, and we do custom dyed nylon rope for bondage and shibari. But over the next year, you're going to be seeing strokers coming out you're going to be seeing mini penetratables which are used for people that have had bottom growth we're looking into making cock sheaths we're looking we're actually looking into making a cage attachment for anyone in chastity that it would be a silicone sleeve that goes over the cage to offer a grindable surface for their partner so even while caged they can still provide other pleasure we are looking at other options to add to magic wands to add different textures and patterns for that. There are so many toys that are coming out and one of the things we always like to tell people, if you have a dream toy, if there is a monster out there that you have lusted after for years, oh. whether it's whether it's Bigfoot, whether it's Mothman, whether it's a creature from the sea, whatever that creature is, you can come to us and we do offer the option of designing a toy for you from scratch all the way to full production and being available in our shop. So if there's a design you haven't seen that you've looked for, we can work with you to make it. Need we say more? I don't think so. I think that's fucking amazing. Oh my God, Brutus, thank you so much for joining, babe. And of course, y'all can- Thank you for having me. Of course. And of course, earbuds, you can follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, at Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. And of course, at the Moan app, just Ms. Radio Sapphire over there too. And of course, MsRadioSapphire.com. Sapphire's Earplay is streaming everywhere possible. My link tree is in there. Go to, go to it. If you can't find the proper outlet and tools that you need to get in touch with me, go to the link tree. It will direct you to everything. And I'm also going to put MFA's designs all over on this description so you can get in touch. Now, no earplay. Absolutely. And Oh, I, I actually want to say one other thing that please. I didn't even tell you about yet. Please, please. But for all of you out there listening and who have stuck with us to the end of this episode, I would like for you to know one thing. We are thankful for you. We love to educate and help. And for you sticking around, we are offering you a discount code in our shop for 20% off your purchases. The code will be Sapphire's Earplay. You type that in at your checkout and you will get 20% off your entire order. Need we say more? Come on now. That's perfect. Sapphire's Earplay on checkout. And speaking of Dipsy Earplay, you also get a free trial for 30 days. And let me tell you, the Dipsy, it works in the bedroom, y'all. Now, there is no Earplay coming up on the 12th, but we will return on the 19th. And let me tell you, the guest of honor is none other than Venus 
cuckoldress. Yes, we're talking all about the cuckolding lifestyle. A lot of y'all have been asking, and I finally, finally arranged a time when her and I are going to sit down. So that will be dropping on the 19th. So I will catch y'all in a week and a half. Till then, safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next time, good night. That was the show, all you sexy motherfuckers out there. Remember to follow at Ms. Radio Sapphire and Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. Want some eargasms of the past and future? Make sure to follow on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all streaming platforms.